We're back. Howdy. 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 How are you doing? A little bit sick with allergies, but other than that, we're vibing. How are you? Oh my God. I'm great. It feels great to be back in Berlin. I was traveling. Sorry about the allergies. Allergies, um, I'm somehow lucky to not have any allergies as far as I know, but I know a lot of people who do. And I feel like Berlin, I don't even know what's going on in Berlin, but I think there's like lots of pollen and stuff going around these days. Is that the problem? Yeah, that and my allergies act up when weather changes constantly. And like we've been having like the sunny weather, the cold and all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's chaotic. And it's really weird. Like I'll have a week or two where I'm good and then I'll come back and then I'm good and I'll come back. It's very Mm -hmm. weird. Yeah. I think Berlin is not ideal for that. Like there is stuff in the air and the weather does change constantly, especially around winter and before and after winter and stuff. So, But on the bright side, the weather is changing. It's getting warmer. I'm ready to go to the lakes. That's right. I escaped some of the winter. I was gone for six weeks. And now I'm back and I'm looking out of my window and the sun is shining. So I I love spring. I'm hoping for a beautiful springtime. Me too. I am excited for spring and also summer. I have a lot of plans this summer. I'm I'm going to Barcelona in May um, to celebrate my birthday. We'll talk about that in a bit. And then I got tickets to see Beyonce in Hamburg. Oh my um, god, how did you how did you accomplish this? I like they went on sale last Thursday at 10 a.m. And like I was like online and you had to wait and like like a wait list of like 20,000 people and then there were still tickets available. So I bought four. <laughs> so it's not as crazy as getting Taylor Swift tickets, I take it. Not for me. It was pretty yeah, pretty easy breezy. I mean the seats are like way up but mm-hmm. i still get to see her um and then i'm going to vacation a few other places but still not confirmed just yet but yes i'm excited for the spring and the summertime and just being outside a lot more nice so today we're t- celebrating a few things um one is that it's our one year anniversary and yes. i mean the our podcast's anniversary. Everyone.Berlin, I'm checking, when did we release? We We released released... the trailer on February 21st. February 9th, I think it says on the website. And then February 26th was the first episode. Berlin has just always called my name. So either way, (laughs) we're somewhere in the time frame of one having podcasted together for one year how do you feel i feel nice it's crazy that we did this for an entire year like commitment is difficult for me so it is nice to see that we have actually done it and it's also crazy to see that it's like been like a year um time moves by so fast but so much has happened in that time too yeah commitment is difficult for me could be berlin's like tagline because i feel like commitment is very (laughs) difficult for many people in berlin but yeah with podcasts specifically there's this whole term or concept of pod fade 
where most podcasts actually never make it beyond episode 12 or whatever. And we did it. Uh, we somehow are making this happen, this, even though we both are very busy. And I think that's great because we get a lot of feedback from people saying like, hey, this one episode really helped me in one way or another. And that's really nice. It is really nice. I really have enjoyed hearing all the positive feedback and stuff. And that makes it a lot easier, I think, to keep going too. Um, it's really nice to like know that you're helping people and know that you know people are kind of receiving the energy that you're sending out. Um, and I just think this is like just a good thing to have in the archives of Berlin just in general. And I think mm -hmm. just moving in general, because I mean, there's so much that goes into entering into a new world. And I'm really grateful you know, that we have this platform and the listeners and the people supporting us to really help us, you know, just keep helping people. I mean, at the end of the day, I love helping people. So this podcast is a really big like feature for me in that. Totally. And we have some ideas on what to do next with this project. But before we talk about that, I wanted to ask you about kind of the concept of anniversaries in general and your personal perspective on this. Like, do you celebrate anniversaries? And then also, how is it different between Germany and the US? Like, do you, are there any celebrations? anniversaries that you actually celebrate do you i don't know do you have any anniversaries in your life that are important to you aside from like birthdays i don't personally celebrate any anniversaries i like single in that type of relationship type of wise but in general i think america they definitely take relationship anniversaries pretty big and then mm -hmm. like Fraternities and sororities, I know, like my mom's sorority, they always do something for Founders Day, which is, I Wait, guess, the explain anniversary. Explain what that is first. What? A sorority. Sorority? Um, so do you know the term, like the concept of, of a fraternity? Like just... I know it from the movies, and I recently did meet someone who was in one, and he explained it a little bit. It's basically a drinking club for guys, right? With some... <laughs> kind of pathetic uh story behind it that is one concept of it but there's actually a lot more to it yes and i think like so in the college realm of things fraternities and sororities are essentially in simple terms so someone will correct me probably but in simple terms it's a club where either a whole bunch of men Or a whole bunch of women get together and they essentially form a brotherhood slash sisterhood with each other. In college, it is very prominent that these fraternities end up throwing a lot of parties and a lot of people start drinking and stuff like that. Um, and that is what you see a lot on TV. But I will also say that that is pretty valid too. Like I went to a lot of fraternity parties and there was just a lot of drinking and stuff. But mm. also, my parents. Are, they were in a fraternity and sorority when they were in college, and they're still active in their fraternity and sorority. So from what I've seen growing up with my parents and these fraternity sororities is that it's even bigger than just this club where people are just drinking. For them, it's this organization. It's a family. Um, it's a 
community where they get together, put on events, um, put on celebrations, and just continue these types of friendships that they've been having for years, and also helping other um, sorority and fraternity new members um, into them as well. Um, yeah. yeah, I've been, my family has just been very active in their Greek life still to this day. So yeah, I've seen it from deep in. That's interesting. This does exist in Germany as well. It's called a Studentenverbindung, or the, that's kind of the broader concept or term. And then there's the Burschenschaften, and that is specifically men coming together. Um, so I guess it would be a fraternity then. Mm -hmm. If you go to Wikipedia and you open Burschenschaften, and then you click on the English article, Ah, well, it just gives you a sp specific explanation for the concept in Germany. The thing is that they're often very, even on Wikipedia, it says, inspired by liberal and nationalistic ideas. And they're, like, at least from what I've heard, quite often the people drawn to this are, are often kind of right-wing-leaning um, maybe not always, but I, it has that taste of, oh, these are kind of very conservative people and sometimes a little nationalistic and stuff who join these Burschenschaften. I don't know. I, I think that's maybe different from the US where I think it's much more open, right? Yeah, it is. That's pretty different. I mean, like a lot of these um, fraternities and sororities are founded upon principles and ideals. Um, and a lot of them do have like, an initiative, most of them being very helpful, very like, we want to essentially empower people or whatnot. But yeah, they're not, I would say that I wouldn't make them really similar to that. I look mm -hmm. into like, if they have fraternities and sororities but here, but nothing really caught my eye. I kind of thought about making one here. Um, but but uh, is it not tied to a university always? Like you just make up a fraternity as like a non-student? Non but like, also I'm like, I can do whatever I want <laughs> type of mentality. It would be so, so like, you to like, I don't have enough projects yet. Let me just start a fraternity out of nowhere. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm like, I'll just make it out of nothing and just call it. I, essentially, I mean, someone would probably um, disagree with this, but I mean, sometimes there are fraternities and sororities that are just made out of nothing, especially when it comes to like fraternities and sororities that, that, people don't fit into those categories. Like, let's say you have queer people, LGBT people, um, people who don't, yeah, people essentially who don't fit into the stereotypical categories of sororities and fraternities, they will make their own too. And like a lot of people still can make their own as adults too. It's not necessarily just specific to universities, but it is tied to them. But at that point, it's just a club, right? Like you're just making a club or a community. Like I kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can definitely call. Like I said, I would use that word too. But then also, yeah. I'm like in Berlin, club has such like a one meaning that like if That's I say true. I'm starting it, a club, people are like, "Oh, is it techno?" <laughs> yeah, and fraternity has that kind of it's forever, and we're like bound by. Not blood. by blood, but by <laughs> well, there is the whole thing where they like they have these rituals, right? When you when you 
when you start you first have to fight someone with a saber or stuff like that i don't Hazing. know at least i think that yeah <laughs> okay we digressed from the talk. so they <laughs> the anniversaries are important in that context that makes sense and clubs and like there are a lot of like associations in germany like anything from choir to sports clubs to whatever like people I, th i feel like germans do like to start associations and clubs like that where they where they stick together because they share some kind of hobby or experience that they had and i guess in those contexts anniversaries are important with couples i feel like it is important in germany especially once you're like married and stuff so that that does become a thing but way less than in the u.s like in the u.s even like valentine's day just happened and that is like i still it still boggles my mind how in the u.s you have to like write valentine's cards in like kindergarten and for people who you have zero romantic relationship with whereas in germany <laughs> I remember that. even most couples don't really care about it at least i think so so <laughs> like i don't think valentine's day plays that much of a role here Yeah, Valentine's Day definitely plays a role in the U.S. Like, as, like even with my family and my friends, like, hey, happy Valentine's Day, love you. And especially like as a kid at elementary school, we would have these Valentine's Day parties, and yeah, you would just give everybody a Valentine's Day card, or if you had a crush, that would be your time to like, you mm -hmm. know, tell them. And then when it comes to anniversaries, I would say that um, people in America do value anniversaries like it is a big deal i would say like even with my parents they always go out to dinner or they celebrate mm -hmm. in some shape or fashion even with my friends i'll see a post um of their saying happy anniversary and stuff that's like the only though that's the only type of anniversary that i really see that's really big i don't see any yeah. other ones that just like celebrate it as much but is it is it left to those two people to remember and celebrate it or do you as maybe a friend of the couple also have a responsibility to congratulate them because that would be taking it too far from my perspective like i don't have any obligation to remember anybody's anniversaries as far as i'm concerned how, how is it how is that in the u.s for me particularly i would only do that for my parents Like, just mm. tell them happy anniversary. But I wouldn't really mm -hmm. ever tell my friends or whatnot. I'm like, that's their business. I'm not mm -hmm. dating them. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> cute, heart. But, like, I might comment on it. But, like, it's never, like, a thing where, like, we'll all go out to dinner for somebody's anniversary, you know? Okay. It's definitely, I think, more private between the couple or couple or whoever it is. Okay. So just for our listeners, if you are moving to Berlin or to Germany and you start dating a german person and they don't care as much about your anniversary as you do then it might <laughs> be a cultural difference <laughs> don't take it personally as with many things it just might be a cultural difference so your birthday is coming up which in a way is just a subcategory of anniversaries right it's the anniversary yeah. of your birth it is it definitely yeah. is i'm very looking forward to it it will be This upcoming Tuesday, I'll be turning so Feb 25. February 21st. Everybody put that on your calendars. Uh, yes. You will be turning 25, yes. which means you're a baby. I'm still a child. Yes. Still growing. <laughs> 
but we've hit the quarter-life crisis mark. <laughs> Are you planning on having a quarter-life crisis, or has it already Probably. <laughs> I see it coming. <laughs> you see it coming? You're waiting for it to hit you? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, um, let's start, talk about birthdays in Germany. Um, I want to prepare you, because it's your 25th birthday, but it's your first birthday in Germany. Yes, yes. I'm quite yeah. curious to know how I shall expect people to respond. Yeah, yeah. There's a few things that are very special, and I, th I do think it's important to know about these. So the, the number one thing, or the first thing, is that in Germany, it is not allowed, like literally, it's against the law, to congratulate. It's not against the law, but it is very much frowned, up, frowned upon congratulating anyone before the actual birthday and we're taking it really? to an extreme like we're not that as you know superstitious in 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 most areas of life but here it's like wishing somebody a happy birthday before it's their birthday is bad luck and you don't do it and we're taking that very seriously you will have birthday parties where we call it Rheinfeiern, so celebrate into the birthday which just means your birthday is on a Sunday, so we're going to have the party on a Saturday night. And then at 12 o'clock midnight, that's when you turn 25 or whatever, right? Very common. And it, if you go to one of those parties, you will experience that people will like bring gifts and stuff, but they will not hand over the gifts and they will not even mention that it's your birthday or anything. Like They, they will just arrive at the party and make small talk and and have fun and celebrate but they will not mention your birthday until the clock strikes midnight and that's when you start singing and handing over presents and and blowing out candles and stuff like that but you wait until that second of uh 12 o'clock midnight so basically like you guys do for new year's as well people don't wish a happy new year's before Right, that's true. Yeah, that is. I mean, we have a different thing to say before, before New Year's, right? We say "Guten Rutsch," which is kind of you know wishing you mm -hmm. a good slide into the new year. But um, yeah, with birthdays, it's really don't congratulate anybody. So, for example, I think in America, it would be totally fine for me to say, "Oh, your birthday is coming up in like a couple of days. Happy birthday!" Right? Like that's yes. a thing. People. That's totally. That okay. is totally unthinkable in germany so don't expect anybody to do this um and, and most importantly don't don't fall into that trap yourself if somebody's birthday is coming up make a note text them or call them on their birthday which by the way i think people should call on people's birthdays i think texts are fine if you don't have that much contact with each other but calling someone on their birthday is like a nice gesture Agree? I agree. I will call. It, it also, for me, it depends on the level of friendship. If it's totally. like an Instagram friend where I just mess, I talk to him briefly, like once in a while, I'll just text them. But like my best friends and my family, well, actually, my family, we don't. It depends. Like if it's my mom, my dad, my grandma, my my actual like intermediate family. Yes, calling mm -hmm. is important. The extra family, probably not so much. I think the text is okay, but like I will expect a call from my family, and if I don't, I'll be a little bit butt hurt. Yeah, I agree. 
Also, my question would be, how about happy belated birthday? Do you guys say it if it's past the birthday and it just happened? Because we do that. Yeah, that we do do. We say, alles Gute nachträglich. So, nachträglich means like in, what does it mean? In retrospect or like after the fact or belated. It basically Mm. means belated, but the structure is a little bit different of that whole sentence. So we say, alles Gute nachträglich. And yeah, that's basically, um, that, that works the same way as it does uh-huh. in the States. Yeah. Interesting. And are birthday parties very common here? Yeah, I was going to talk about that with you. So birthday parties are, are definitely a thing. What I find interesting is how much it changes from once you become an adult. I feel like there's like three different kinds of birthday parties. The, the kid birthday party, the teenager, young adult birthday party, and then now you're a grown-up birthday party the kid birthday party is like a whole thing in germany where we take it very seriously and parents really go out of their way to organize it and there's all all these rules i think in many families it's like you get to invite as many people as you as the number of years that you turn like on your ninth birthday you get to invite nine kids and on your 10th you get to invite 10 kids and stuff like that i think that's just some rule that some people made up so that it doesn't get out of control um but then we have all these games i think yeah we should make a video about that at some point where we have a lot of games that that are very traditional to play on on a kid's birthday then when you're a teenager you just go nuts right like you just have these like hopefully your parents are gone and you can have a a party where everybody gets wasted and it's just a good party and then when you're a grown-up things just become very kind of formal and and serious in some way not for everybody maybe but i feel like that's kind of how things go often is that how it how it goes in the u.s as well kind of like definitely as a kid birthday parties were like super big um as a teenager i think the party celebration becomes less of a thing maybe at least for me, maybe when you get into college and depending on your friend group, they might do something celebratory. Um, but like, I didn't really have that many party parties. And then honestly, I think as I got older, they kind of got more wild because you would go out that night to where you would go mm-hmm. clubbing or to the bars yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and I think depending on your energy styles and how you like to celebrate, as you get older, it depends, like, will we'll determine, like, if you're going wild on your birthday or if you're just having, like, a small dinner. It also depends on who you're with, too. Like, my family, we would do, like, a dinner. But then if I'm, when, when I'm with my friends, we'll go out that night. Yeah, totally. And then how about gifts? Because this is one of the big differences, I think, where in Germany, as long as you're a child and I think a teenager, the idea is that it's your birthday, so people are going to give you gifts. And I think at first, it's just, yeah, as a kid, you definitely want and get gifts. And then later, it's a little bit dependent maybe on, like if you're throwing a party, then the people who are coming will bring gifts. And if you're not throwing a party, then maybe not. But as an adult, there's this whole thing in Germany where you're supposed 
to give other people things on your birthday. <laughs> like really? It, as, yes. It it kind of turns around, it, especially in a work environment. Um work but also school, university in many kind of contexts. If it's your birthday and you're spending that day in a group of kind of not necessarily your friends but your co-workers or your co-students you're supposed to bring like cake for them to eat isn't that really? weird <laughs> that is so weird i would never do that <laughs> like we work together and our office is not usually that packed because we we are very flexible in terms of working from home and stuff but basically if you went to the office on your birthday on tuesday and you brought like cupcakes or whatever for anyone else who's working in the office that day, that would be a very German thing for you to do. So no, not putting any pressure on you, but I kind of expect it. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of funny. I would like, that's something that we would do as a kid if we were in school on our birthdays. Like if uh -huh. it was somebody's birthday, then like the parents would bring like cupcakes and stuff for everyone to eat. So we mm -hmm. do that exact thing, but at a much younger age. And then as you get older, it's like vice versa. It's like, I would expect, like at my old job, I would expect them to bring a cake and then like sing happy birthday to me and stuff like that. That's awesome. But that also means that they would have to definitely have a system where they're tracking everybody's birthdays and then coordinate. Yes. Like who's making the cake. Because I feel like in Germany, sometimes people don't even know that it's your birthday and then your way of telling everybody that it's your birthday is bringing a cake and saying, by the way, it's my birthday today, so I brought a cake. The more I think about it, the the worse this seems to me, the, the way we do it in Germany. It's Yeah, it's quite interesting. It's like, it's not self-centered, <laughs> but... It, <laughs> hey but you guys, are calling attention to the fact that it's your fucking birthday. <laughs> yes, and I want you guys to thank me <laughs> for the cupcakes <laughs> and for my birthday. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting. I have a, another question for you, dude. Because well, I'm actually I requested off my birthday. Yeah. Is it common for people in Germany to request off on their birthday, or do they typically? Yeah. No, that's quite common. I mean, I also usually don't just take my birthday off, but th that whole week. I mean, I my birthday is in June, so it's a good summery time to take vacation anyway. So I usually try to kind of plan my vacation ar around ah, i'm actually not doing that this 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 year but i'm I, i am taking like a long weekend um so yeah it's it's very common to either try to take the weekend of or a whole week or just that day um but many people also especially like the kind of people who really don't care about their birthday who especially as they get older they're like ah, i'd rather just ignore this day um and then they just go to work as normal and that's also common I, i would say it's probably 50 50 between the people who try to take some time off and people who just treat it as a regular day plus they bring cupcakes to work and is it common for people to like randomly say it's their birthday or like if no one says it are people more just reserved because like i know some people who like it's their birthday but they will never tell you it's their birthday so you're like why didn't you tell me um is that, Isn't very that the common most for awkward to do? thing 
Yeah, I yes. feel like that happens in Germany too, where you go through the whole work day or whatever, and then you're it's five it's five o'clock, and you're saying, "All right, have a good night. What are your plans tonight?" And then they're like, "Oh, I'm going out with my partner because it's my birthday today." And you already spent the whole day together, and you're like, "Yeah, it's you." Wait, wait a minute! It's your birthday. Why didn't you say anything? <laughs> But it's also yes. understandable because you don't want to come in the office and say like, "Good morning, it's my birthday." Like that would also be exactly. weird. So. Yeah. yeah, like well, like how do you? Okay, I guess the cupcakes is the best way. But like, are there any other ways to tell people it's your birthday without like telling people it's your birthday? Yeah, it's a good question. First of all, I think in the company context, I think every company needs a person. For us, it's Isa who takes it upon themselves to like get everybody's birthdays and permission. I think uh, to even mm -hmm. like publicize this because in germany we're big about privacy and maybe somebody doesn't want to tell but in general somebody should basically put together a calendar and then remind everybody and so we don't have to deal with these awkward things but otherwise yeah i don't know like um i i think the way the method is just to kind of slip it into conversation casually like uh, how are you doing oh great because it's my birthday today and i had a nice you know like you somehow try to mention it without making it a big thing but also exactly. not waiting eight hours until you mention it yes when i was in high school um i would wear like a pin that said my birthday and like mom gave like money or whatnot and i would just wear that pin with like the cash on my shirt the entire day <laughs> wow. and that was the That's... sign that it was my birthday It was actually That's amazing. Very common for us to do. Like you have like pins that say happy birthday, and then you would like attach money to it. Like so if you're at a birthday party or whatnot, people give you money, you just add that money to the um the pin. Is that common to do here? That is so American. You're attaching money <laughs> to your clothes. <laughs> I think about that is such an American thing. Give me money. It's my birthday. I'm gonna stick it on my t-shirt and remind everybody that they should give me money because it's my birthday that's funny that is actually a very as i speak that that is a very american thing <laughs> we definitely i've never ever seen this in my entire life i don't think anybody would stick money to their t-shirt on their birthday oh yes it, it is a thing quite the opposite like the cards that you give to people where you where you give do give money which in and of itself is like mm, not that common i think people try to not do that and instead unless it's a teenager or something and and you're the grandparent then you give money but between kind of adults if you don't know what gift to give you give a gift card but you don't give cash it just feels a little weird interesting uh, but if you do give cash you kind of get one of those cards where you get where the card has a little envelope stuck to it where you get to hide the cash like you try to make it classy and and kind of hide it And not stick it on your t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I'm definitely a cash person. As I when I was a child, I had very specific gifts that I wanted. But now I'm easy. Give me some Tens cash. Take me out to dinner. 50s. Buy me some drinks. You know. <laughs> but like, I think that's also it's like how do you celebrate other people's birthdays? I'm more of a person who will like not necessarily give cash. A gift, yes, but like I like to kind of maybe treat them out for dinner or like if we're going mm -hmm. out that night, then I'll pay for the drinks and stuff like that. Um, I think that's like 
one of the most common ways that I typically celebrate other people's birthdays. Yeah, yeah. That's a good that's a good other question. Like, do you tell people what you want for your birthday? If they ask, yeah. Now, if they ask, but like typically no. And I don't really ever have anything specific for my with that I want. I mean, I'm grateful enough to have like a job so I can get myself things if I want things. Um I'll I'll tell you a trick. So last year what happened, we on on my other podcast, the Easy German podcast, uh, we had an episode about lists. And it was there was no like ulterior motives or anything but we just happened to also talk about my wish list of like material things that i want and kari was like okay like what's on your wish list i'm i would like to know what's on your wish list since you're a self-proclaimed minimalist like tell us what's on your wish list and so i read out like five or six things that were my wish list at that moment in time and then my birthday happens like two months later And I'm spending it in Leipzig with a few of my closest friends and also Kari and Janosch. And they basically bought everything that I mentioned on that podcast episode. They were like, thank you for telling us oh. what you wanted. <laughs> We got you everything, which was amazing, but also very weird. Um, but yeah, why don't you tell us what's on your wish list? Maybe, uh, maybe listeners will want to send you... <laughs> all of your wishes look maybe i want a whiteboard with a stand <laughs> that's on my wish list a whiteboard okay uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a good old office whiteboard yes because like it's really good for like ideas and stuff i just want it in my room like over here um mm -hmm. what else do i want you see like i don't i always get so nervous because like i i really don't know i'm a pretty simple guy I I want that and yeah, honestly, that's like it at the moment. I'm really like like I really I it's weird, like I don't really want a lot of things, but then it's like the moment that like I want something that I forget about it to ask people and then I'm like, oh shit, yeah, I kinda wanted that too. Yeah. You need a list. But yeah, oh oh whiteboard with a stand, that's um that's pretty oh, and a teleprompter for my iPhone. For making YouTube videos now. <laughs> mm, yeah, you know what? I just got a teleprompter because you I'm did? also doing a course now. Uh, and I haven't set it up yet. It just got here last night, but I'm trying this now too. Because I realized like I don't I, I don't really like the I don't want to be reading off of a teleprompter necessarily, but even just kind of reminding you of what's next, like just kind of having an outline, it's nice, I think. If you don't have to look down, if you can just keep looking at the camera and yes, scroll I through agree. your bullet points. I agree. So I'm going to try this. I can let you let know. Let me know if it, it works. Yes. Yeah. Send me the yeah. link to it. But yes, a whiteboard and a teleprompter are on my list of things for <laughs> my birthday. I guess. All right. All right, everybody. You can buy us a coffee at, uh, <laughs> I don't even know the URL. Everyone.Berlin. Everyone.Berlin slash contribute. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So final thing, I have to go in a few minutes, but um, since this is our anniversary, we wanted to use it as an opportunity to um, start something new with this project. Um, like we said, we're really happy how the podcast is going and that people are finding it useful and stuff. But from the beginning, I was kind of hoping for this to become a little bit of a community project where it's not just 
like our show and you listen and that's the end of it. But I kind of hope that this would become somewhat of a community of people helping each other. And this already started in a way because we put these kind of automatically generated transcripts on our website for accessibility and stuff so people can read along or just read if they can't listen for some reason. And I always put a note like, hey, if you'd like to help correct this transcript, because these automatically tr generated transcripts aren't, aren't perfect. And several people have pitched in and started translating. And one of them is very, very active, Valda. And we just talked on the phone and she's amazing. She lives in Cape Town and she just really cares about our work and wanted for us to have perfect transcripts on our website. So she, she, um, She offered to basically do all of them, which is amazing. Um, but then one other idea that we had was to start a, a way for our listeners to communicate with each other. Yes. Um, I think this Discord is a really great platform because also it's like I get messages from people one-on-one. -on -one and I do feel like a lot of the content that we share and talk about maybe even off the platform could really be beneficial if we have kind of this community way community area where we can just talk to each other um, and also provide specific advice on certain things and stuff and um, it's free for us to do you know so it's something I think that could really help us keep the community up but also help us know who we are helping who we are interacting with you know like we have like all these listeners but sometimes i don't know who i'm actually talking to so i think it's it could be a really good opportunity for us to kind of put a name with the face you know totally explain what discord is for anyone who hasn't used it so discord is essentially an platform where people can chat and communicate with each other like that's its simplest like the simple terms um what you can do in discord is we create these servers and these servers i'm going to say are like houses right and then in this house we have different rooms and different rooms can be for different things we have a room that's dedicated towards just introducing yourself we have another room that's dedicated to the best restaurants in berlin then we have another room where we are able to just talk to each other like with the audio thing so discord essentially is like the land And then our server is like the house. So we're kind of building a house for you guys all to enter into and we can talk to in these different rooms. Is did that you, a good analogy? Did you come up with this amazing analogy just on the spot or did you prepare yes. this? No, I just thought about that right now. That is amazing. That is a great analogy. So yeah, we're just going to uh, start a Discord server, build our own little house. You can join for free. Um, and... Then there's going to be rooms or channels about different topics. I think we're just going to have like one or two in the beginning. And then, like I said, I want this to be a community thing. So if you care about this, if you want to be a part of this, then don't just join, like join the Discord server, like sign up for Discord, join our thing. You will find a link to, to the Discord server in the show notes of this episode. But then also, like, we need people to basically lead this project, to become moderators, to suggest channels that we should have or shouldn't have, to kind of 
make sure that there's no spam and stuff you always need to make sure like you know sometimes there's bots and stuff like basically we need people who actively um help with this community and then my hope is that just that everybody who listens joins and if they have a question they can ask it there and hopefully either us or someone else can can answer it but also if you already live here or have lived in berlin in the past or you just have suggestions or ideas or recommendations you share them there and we just have a nice house like a like a mini fraternity but online yes <laughs> and on discord where we can help each other yes exactly and if for some reason you have any technical difficulties i mean my instagram is always open my wells is and also our everyone.berlin um, Instagram is. So just feel free to reach out to us if there's any type of struggle you have with actually registering. Perfect. Yeah. And I just uh, realized we can we can make a redirect. So the link to join our Discord server will just be everyone.berlin slash Discord. If you just go to that link right now, you should be able to join. <laughs>